All right, we're back. And this is our last final episode for this month. So we just wanted to kind of bring it all together and summarize and kind of look back and see if we've, be, we've been able to convince Eugene to start something on his own. Eugene? Yeah, welcome, everyone. Um, I guess it was interesting, the, the thing that I got from all these conversations is that some people really kind of stumble into or are open to um, like a like a passion they've discovered and they seize the opportunity and they find a way to convert that into something that makes money. And that doesn't mean it has to be a full-time thing. It doesn't mean anything really. They're just, they just really enjoy this new thing that they found and that's been kind of encouraging that I don't need to stress or fret or like at every moment try to find some way to make money. It's okay to let it kind of naturally come to you. And that's been like an eye-opening experience. That's awesome. That's kind of the idea. I think that's how most people start their own things an opportunity presents itself. And sometimes it's an opportunity like a client of mine is opening a liquor store, like I mentioned in the last episode. And like, that's an, it's kind of an opportunity presented itself because there was a space in the area or whatever, specifically for a liquor store and they had experience and da da da. But <clears throat> most entrepreneurs or people who have side hustles start exactly like that. They just, it just comes to them at some point and they're like, okay, I'm just going to try this out. And I feel like that's probably going to be your experience too. Yeah. Like even with this podcast, I, I like podcasts. Why not try a thing? And I, I guess I feel less stress about having to like put a label on it and having to say, Hey, I'm like doing a business or anything like that. It's, I'm trying to enjoy and learn this essentially as a hobby and be open to other hobbies and then be mindful that uh, if the opportunity presents itself or if I have a desire to do it, I could like use the knowledge I have and the resources I have available to me to make some money on it and then take it one step at a time, not looking too far in the future. Yeah, that's a great plan, I think. What did you think about, like, I know that this kind of evolved from being in one of the, in the first episode, I believe, kind of like, oh, um, I feel pretty comfortable. I don't really want to try anything. Then the second episode was like, oh, I kind of had a change of heart. And, you know, maybe having a full-time job is not always the stability. Maybe it's not always kind of a guarantee. And then last episode was more like a different perspective on things, right? Yeah, I I guess we sort of grew up in this older mentality of you should work for a company, that's the stability, and like let the boss handle it all. And thinking and reading these articles more and being more mindful about what it really means to have someone else find and secure work it it makes me uneasy and yes like for now historically or like in my experience yes having a job 
has been stable because you know the economy was good or whatever other factors that led my company to keep me employed but now I'm much more mindful when I don't get communication from leadership about where the team is at or what our future plans are and that's something I'll be looking for in future jobs and this one but also acknowledging that sometimes it's just best to take things into your own hands and provide that direction yourself. So I think it's a pretty, pretty good summary and a good observation and a good plan, I guess, or. Yeah. Another, I don't know if this is related, but there's another group of people like that I work with and they're called product managers or product owners. And, these are people employed by a company and their jobs is to figure out customer value and work with engineering to deliver that value. So now I'm thinking that could be like an, like a good step into figuring out if I like, uh, like having a small business or having a side hustle where maybe if my job involves talking to customers and finding out value and how to best deliver it. So that's like another job interest that I've been having. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What would you say um, you kind of took, what are your takeaways maybe from all the prior discussions? Like what, if you could do a bullet point and make three points of what we discussed, what we went through, what we talked about, what would you say were your conclusions that you made um, out of everything that we talked about? And like, I want to kind of um, have, take this, the next month's topics to, in, to a certain direction, but I want to also for the listeners to have sort of like a, this is what we discussed. This is what conclusions I've made. And like, yeah. What are we going to explore? Yeah. So I think this might be a personal hang up for me, but I've always felt some sort of stress that I could be a business owner and that is somehow better than being employed. And I think that the thing that I've convinced myself of is as long as you're providing for your family or living the life that you want or Maybe even it's not ideal, but if you're okay, there's no reason to change something for no reason, and it's okay to wait for an opportunity to present itself uh, at whatever level it is. It, it could just be a new hobby. You you don't need to be an entrepreneur, but it's okay to experiment and feel comfortable picking up new hobbies, trying to monetize them, and that that's just part of life, and it there shouldn't be uh, this like pressure to call yourself a small business owner or an entrepreneur. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. I think that what you've just said, basically just to kind of rephrase it is you don't, you shouldn't be an entrepreneur just for the sake of being an entrepreneur. Unless that's what you want. And in my case, I like, I don't think that that's what I want. And that's also fine. People are different and you change over time and just be open yep. to it. Yeah, absolutely. 
So I think um, in the next, um, in our next topic, next month's topic, we're going to probably talk about kind of if you were to start <clears throat> a side hustle, what would it look like? A lot of people have anxieties around, oh, I need to get a lawyer, you know, for to form an LLC or whatever. Um, there are a lot of like, or I have no idea what to do. Like, can I just start and start doing it? And like, what do I do about taxes and how does it work? So we're just going to kind of introduce that topic a little bit um, in an upcoming uh, month. Um, so I feel like looking back, we have a pretty solid foundation. So hopefully our listeners who had questions and concerns are now more aware of the options that there are. Um, that it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be just for the sake of it. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to make a decision today. But let's say if they're listening, coming back to the to these episodes, let's say they've decided, okay, I'm just going to get the, give this a try. They can listen uh, to the episodes that we recorded earlier to kind of get them started. And eventually, slowly, what we're going to provide is a platform in a sense that a foundation um, in terms of the knowledge, the experience, they kind of try to answer their questions, the possible questions that they have. And the questions mostly are going to come from you because um, we're going to kind of present um, things that are not, a person not related to any of the accounting or finance or whatever would have. And I think you're a great candidate for, for that. Which right. makes this podcast really great. And I also have a perspective from like a project management perspective. Like, how do you actually get started? How do you, like, what are the practical steps? Not not just the mindset, but I think breaking it down into smaller tasks that seem or are doable would relieve a lot of the stress and anxiety from just not knowing where to start. Yeah. That's cool. That's amazing. Now, um, do we, do you want to maybe just give a, give me, um, give our listeners too, um, an idea of like the, what you see after we've kind of talked about all of this, what you see is the main pros and cons of three things. So the first one would be just having a full-time job. Um, the second one would be just having a small side hustle or whatever business. And the third one would be to have both at the same time, kind of. Right. So full-time job, it's, from what I've seen, if you're the kind of person that can show up consistently and kind of like follow a structure, it's very easy to get started getting like a junior level job and working your way through the company even if it's small, even if it's big, you're still working for someone. And regardless of field, there's a lot of like office etiquette that if you are comfortable with that, or if you can learn to be comfortable, there's a lot of advantages of like traditional company office work. And it's... Like for me, it's very easy to show up to work on time, be respectful, like 
participate in whatever meetings or ceremonies or whatever is involved in the job, it's it's easy to get into that, regardless of whether you're not you're good at your job. It's just nice having that structure where showing up is a large part of the work and being respectful and being a good coworker can can propel you further in your career than just being really, really good at like a skill, but not being able to work well with others in an office situation. Um, a side hustle or like is essentially from, from what I see it as a, it's like a hobby and it's, it's just something you do. You have some sort of like interest or passion in it and you just want to try to sell it. I think there's no, or there, there shouldn't be any pressure for it to be successful. It should really be driven by, I like doing this and it would be cool if it offered some sort of side money, but I think having having a side business that you like doing and having the pressure of it has to perform can can be discouraging. And just establishing a routine and really figuring out what part about that side hustle you like doing and doing it, I think that's where the benefit is. And if it doesn't make money or if it does make money, you'll be able to make that choice in real time and you don't have to have a five or 10 year plan. Just, just keep going. It's probably fine. Assuming that you, you know, have your other finances and life situation in order. And the, the third situation where, okay, you definitely want a business. You want a diversified street of income I think that's very valuable from the perspective of stability, where if you lose one job or one client, you have multiple streams of income. You you have more skills than just showing up to work or just technical skills like I have. There's a lot more in setting up and running a business. There's advertising, there's marketing, there's you know sales, and all that stuff is in addition to whatever the service or product you're trying to provide. And that also you can grow slowly, but I feel like there's a little bit more pressure to have metrics and analyze how it's going and if it's worth participating or doing this second job, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I mean, I hope it's um, it's helpful to the listeners, but it definitely makes kind of brings it all together and makes a lot of sense to me. I feel like the third option is probably where most eventual um, entrepreneurs or eventual business owners start. That's usually how it starts, I feel like. I mean, some of us have the luxury, um, well, actually, no, some of some people, not some of us, have lu- the luxury to try things out without kind of kind of having the commitment of a full-time job just to kind of do a little bit here, a little bit there. I feel like a lot of artists um, sometimes do that. Photographers, artists sometimes um, start that way um, and they're able to financially manage uh, for some time and then they would just 
Many of them would eventually get a full-time job just to pay the bills, but then they would keep growing that side hustle, even if they have a job. And I feel like eventually, once you start treating it as a business, then because your mindset changes, your setup changes, your efforts change, you kind of know, oh, I need to do this. Like It sort of happened to me. I never thought about accounting as a business. I thought about it as just, you know, I like doing this stuff and that's it. Like I get paid money for it. But as soon as I stopped and realized that it's actually a business, that I'm actually an entrepreneur, things changed. Like my efforts changed, my direction changed, my vision changed. And I feel like it's, it's probably a great setup for eventually it growing into something or like Jessica just kind of have the best of both worlds for as long as it works for, for that person. Yeah. I think everyone like almost by definition just has the life they live and they can, they can be more uh, like forward looking and intentional. And I think just hearing conversations of people at different stages is helpful just to just to gauge where you are and these conversations were very productive for me because i got to say out loud and get feedback about my situation but i bet a lot of people are at various points in their lives and just hearing where other people are in their lives is like encouraging because we're all sort of in this together yeah absolutely you know like your stories only one possible scenario like you know you're young you don't have kids but like for example so it is you your demographic not demographic what's the word um your type uh, of situation is not generation no uh situation so like you are young you don't have any real ties to you know to any specific like area whatever um you just live the lifestyle you enjoy it um, and you're kind of searching for, for some, not searching actively, but searching passively sort of, but, um, some of our listeners will definitely be, um, like you, there will also be others like moms who have been kind of home for a little bit and they want to start something, but have all these doubts and all these, like Jessica mentioned a bunch of doubts and fears and, and things that happen, um, and I was actually, I actually liked hearing the fact that I'm right in the sense that I, that people do think that, that people are afraid of starting something it causes them a lot of anxiety, but at the same time, they want to start something, some people. So we are going to have these couple of different groups of folks who will listen. So we'll just need to make sure that we sort of not only talk about your demographic, we also bring in the mother component and maybe some other components uh, for our listeners um, to to make sure that we address all the fears that we can think of. And I feel like that's going to be super helpful to folks. Yeah, I mean, getting different perspectives and the different places that people are in lives, It, I really like hearing those stories. And I guess they're just more honest and I don't know. I, I like hearing about how people deal with their situations and what sort of 
aspirations they have for their professional careers. That's cool. Yeah, me too. I, I'd love to be able to help um, those people if, if they have any struggles at all or um, kind of provide some sort of a thought process so that this podcast will give them more food for thought. Yeah, and maybe, maybe some- it'll encourage them to start a hobby, start start thinking more seriously about where they spend their time, how they how they hope to live their lives, how they hope to have jobs, and yeah. just try it out. You you won't know until you try. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. All right, so I think that concludes our our fourth episode for this month. I think we've had some really cool conversations. We're gonna. Um, I guess wrap this up and um, we'll see you next month. Yeah. Thanks everyone.